DOR. I ain't gonna quit. All right, then you can forget it. You're out. Don't you do it. Don't you. I got nowhere else to go. Joined as always by my co-host Sean. Ahoy, matey! Yeah, there we go. All right, that's not bad. Ahoy. Ahoy. I, thought, well, I, I don't know. You were you were kind of thinking. No, it does. It does. I thought you were going to come up with something completely off the wall. Yeah. But ahoy, matey's not bad. All right. Well, hey, episode forty-two. You've Yay. come up with forty-two different ways to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no matter ahoy. how lame they are. Yeah. They yeah. Are. I'm not saying they were good ways, but you have come up with ways they to are do ways. it. So. All right. So we're back. Hockey Mass High School some popcorn episode number forty-two. Um, we are back to, to talk about our previous nostalgic movie, An Officer and a Gentleman, which what, was... 1988. Two. Oh, yeah, another <laughs> way. The last one was 1988. This yes, was this was 1982. It was which a, shows? It was a weird... Yeah, it, it definitely felt dated. Um, You're but, jumping right into this. You don't even say hi. Well, you you just said it shows. I was getting ready to say some other stuff. Jeez, and you just I mean, started yacking away all of a sudden. You buy me a drink first? No, or? uh-uh. Dude, I ain't got time for that shit. We're going right into it. Apparently. Um, No, I was going to say that it was... I don't know. It, it just feels like this was a departure because we haven't done a, I don't know, a a real movie, a serious movie in a while. I think since maybe Rain Man, and that was ten episodes ago, um, something like that. So it was just it was a, it was a departure going from the last two that we've done, Bloodsport and Friday the Thirteenth Part Three to this. Yeah, it's a little bit of culture shock. It was a culture shock, but you suddenly got culture thrown in your face. I mean, <laughs> like that's what acting yeah, is. It was acting. I get it. Yeah. There's plots. There's storylines. There's arcs. Yes. There's growth of the characters. There was a little bit of everything in this I point. couldn't help but like throwing in um, that young Frank Dukes into one of these roles as in my <laughs> mind just to see how that would have turned out. Well, we talked about that, right? I mean, look what he has to go through to become an officer. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was – and now, granted, that was to fly jets. Now, I don't know what branch of the armed services uh, Frank Dukes was going into, but, I mean, to fly jets. Look what the shit this guy had to go through. Dum-dum. Is there a rank called <laughs> yeah, Dum-dum? I don't, I don't see Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, learning about the thermodynamics and, and thra- thrust per square inch and all that other kind of garbage that these guys had to go through for their math, yeah. um, which was ridiculous in there. So, But, of course, you're never going to shoot ourselves in the foot because I think what sometime in the next two episodes we have to do Evil Dead, don't we? Oh, we do. Yeah, because that trailer for Evil Dead 2 was on, and we saw not that. Evil Dead we 2, like, how dare you? It's not Evil Dead oh, 2. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You're right, you're right, you're right. And it's, it's not just, the remake. They considered a rebirth. It is a rebirth, even though it's the exact same plot. Yeah, but they're going to change just it. Just with around. different characters. No, I'm sure they say around. different things. No, they do different things. Oh, like, do they? Look, Because yeah. based on the commercials, look, well, no. the trailers, it looks almost exact, exactly well, That's the same. how I can tell you're a newbie when you have not really watched it, because many of the scenes of the show are reminiscent. They have characteristics of scenes, but they change it up by having another actor experience it, or they change it up exactly what's happening it's like you you right. so it's a real remake life. no <laughs> it's not even a reboot i mean you know but they're doing a good job Look, it looks scary i will I am, say that right. that little scene of that girl poking her head out of the little oh that right there is like oh this is gonna scare the shit out of me i need to hear some this. join us oh man i'm kind of i think actually watching the original evil Dead is probably gonna end up scaring me a little bit no okay you don't think so you think it's well, too goofy because that movie is scared goofy the shit out of me back bad, in the day it's bad acting I see. I don't remember that. I just remember being scared back in the day. How Poor bad, audio how quality, it was. and 
plot not so good, you know. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, there was a book that bites you or something in the first one, wasn't it? Didn't the book bite her? It was in the second one where it, it comes second one. going okay. around. Yeah, see, I, I may be confusing the two. I've seen Evil Dead, to the the one with Ash, Ash. A, a billion times. Well, oh, that's uh, Army of Darkness. I've seen that one a that's billion times. That's number three. Yeah, that was number three. So, yeah, I'm curious to see th- this again. So we'll be doing that probably in the next... Yeah, right. The Not episode. the next one, maybe the after the next no, it'll episode. Be, it'll be the, uh, it comes out the April 4th or something like that. Whatever the weekend it comes out, oh. we'll do it that week before. All right, so that won't be the, so it will be the next, second one. Yeah, we already have the next one, one picked, right? It'll that's be right, it'll be one, probably right. be the next one. Oh, that's going to be a culture shock between those two, yeah. huh? Yeah, it will Yeah, be. that will be a big one. All right, so okay. anyway. Anyway. Let's go back. Um, So, Officer and Gentleman, current ratings. You know what was nice about this one is Netflix had it on streaming. Yeah, it was pleasant. Yippee Kaye, right? That was freaking ridiculous. Considering um, I, I'll admit it, I fell asleep towards the end. It was late. <laughs> it was late. It wasn't because yeah, it was that's fine. Good. It gets boring towards the end. I, I can understand that. Um, but so I was able to just watch it again the next morning. Well, you figure also too, you know, it's on streaming, so you know you don't have to stay awake. <laughs> so that's, keep, well, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, because if you're paying for it, you only got 24 hours to watch that shit, so you got to watch it quickly. Um, so last week, nostalgically, we both. We're, we're close, nostalgically speaking. So you gave it a... I gave it a 3.73. There you go. And I gave it a straight 4.0. You know, after having watched it, I don't think I'm going to change mine. You know what? I think I'm going to stay right with you. Yeah, I, I think I'm just going to keep... Because it, it, it was exactly I what I remembered I think I nailed it what be. I thought it to be. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't... Granted, it was dated, right? I mean, it was 1982. So the clothes, the hairstyle, the quality of the, the movie in of itself, uh, you know, wasn't great. Uh, the cars. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God, the cars. You forget how big cars were back then. You just, I mean, they were just tanks. Made of steel Yeah, I shit, mean, these things know? were freaking huge. Um, so, you know, it, but it didn't really matter. It didn't really come into play all that much. Um, so I was fine with that. That that didn't really bother me over that much. So, you know what? I think I'm just going to keep it at a 4.0 for me. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just uh, go with that. I'll say at 3.73. Maybe as I go, at the final, when we give our final ones, maybe I might up it or down it by tweak it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, the only thing... For now, I'll stay at 3.73. Having watched it all... Oh, well, you know what? For those who haven't... Yeah, I'm not going to recap it. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Um, so, yeah, I guess I kind of have to recap it a little bit. Or Just a bit. Some of stuff won't make sense. So, this was uh, Officer and Gentleman, Richard Gere, Deborah Winger, um, and uh, Louis Gossett Jr. Uh, he is a son of, I guess, of a, of a Navy soldier or Marine, whatever it was, a Navy guy. Uh, whose mother kills himself, which I, I, I'd forgotten about that part. The mother yeah. killed oh, I herself. I didn't know. I knew she was dead. Yeah, I, I knew she know. was dead, too, and he went to go live with the dad, but I, I didn't realize. Well, actually, I forgot she was even dead. I thought maybe he just lived with his dad. But, yeah, I forgot all about that stuff. I forgot the whole opening. Yeah, that was kind of The whole rough, opening, yeah, of him, uh, re- uh, flashback when he was Yeah, when a he was a little kid. Yeah. Um, although I do like my favorite guy was in there from ID4. You know, oh, yeah, Bring right. them soldier bitches down. Yeah, I didn't realize he was in that. So um, Big. Yeah, yeah, big too. There we go. That's right. We've already done that one too. Yeah. Um. So what was I going with this one? Uh, you were recapping. And you oh, were recapping. That's right. <laughs> uh. So, uh, Richard Gere's character Zach Mayo, uh, joins Mayo the, the Navy to become a jet fighter, a jet pilot. Um. And it's basically about his journey because you know he he's grown up as this on his own type of thing with no father figure and his mother committed suicide and he's had a rough life and he finally wants to do something with himself. Although you know per this he graduated college. Because his dad made that comment about him getting out of that college or finishing up with his college. So he was a college graduate, so he did well there from that perspective. So I guess, you know, he just wanted to come in and do this. And it's about his growth as a person and, and as an officer and as a gentleman. Oh, uh, oh, what? Oh, oh, what? I know, right? See what I did there, people? So anyway, um, and he goes through a whole bunch of things. And his love interest is Deborah Winger and so forth and so on. It was a good 
it's a good movie. It was fun. Um, I didn't really have anything to pick at, honestly. I thought. Well, let me start off. Let me just say this. I said last time it was a chick flick, and I want to revise my statement to some degree. It was a chick flick on steroids. So <laughs> I think it was geared towards women. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think it was. Well, I mean, okay, because the ending, because of that alone, I mean, that was like, it's funny that both, he, he did kind of the same thing in both Pretty Women yeah. and this one, right? Yeah. Or Pretty Woman. Sorry. I couldn't help but. Yeah, there's some the definitely two. similarities in there, right? Where he gets to come in at the end and, and swoop the woman off her feet. You know, one's a uh, paper bag worker and the other one was a prostitute. So, hey, he, question: In Pretty Woman, did he drive up in the limo? Was it um, was it a white limo? No, I think it was just a regular limo. I don't remember it being white. I think it was just a black limo. You know, he was wearing his white uniform when he picked up this. I was wondering if he was. Oh, black limousine. so they had just kind of switched it around a little bit. Yeah, I thought it would actually been kind of a neat little yeah, toss back, yeah. but no, I don't. I don't think that they did. So, Boo. but anyway, so you know, so I, I could see it from that perspective where it might be kind of a chick flick, but there was a lot of nudity, there was a lot of sex. No, there was, but there you was know, a lot of not making women look very nice. I mean, because really, both the love interest in this thing in the beginning don't don't come off very well. Even Deborah Winger d- doesn't come off, you know, too well because even she's thinking about doing trapping, you know. Which I gotta say, I thought that was kind of quaint, right? I mean, when's the last time you saw a movie where the big plot twist hinged on someone faking their pregnancy? Mm-hmm. When it's not a soap opera, right? I mean, that's kind of something that they do in soap operas today. But when was the last time a plot revolved around trapping a man? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just the whole idea of a woman doing that has just evolved so much that they don't even really make movies about that type of thing happening well, anymore. Let's talk about that for a minute. This is we're talking about her pregnancy or quote. I'm doing air quotes. Well, her friend. Uh, her yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah. Lynette. Lynette. So, do you think that she was pregnant, or do you think? I mean, okay, yeah, the obvious thing was that, yes, she was faking it, right? Like, right, she right. She was. But what it was odd she was, if she was she, faking it. If she was really faking it that she was pregnant, Sid made the comment, so aren't you late on your period? You know, he brought it up. Right. She was saying, I'm a couple of days late and all that kind of stuff, which yeah, is kind of odd that he well, brought it up. But do you remember the, the conversation that uh, Sid and, and Zach Mayo had in the cafeteria where they were arguing about it? Yeah. He said, oh, I know she's pregnant. She's had the test done and everything. Well, that was because she told him. Right. So, But clearly she, she didn't have those tests done or else she would have just got her period. They're not going to tell you that you're pregnant from a test and then all of a sudden you get your period. So I'm guessing she was lying. Oh, I, I kind of assumed obviously yeah. she was, but it just kind of bugged me that he brought it up that she was late. Like, was coincidentally, she was late, and she was like, let me take this opportunity? <laughs> I, well, maybe, you know. Maybe. Uh, she just saw an opportunity and went for it. But what a cold-hearted bitch, right? I mean. That is pretty cold-hearted. Uh, damn. Uh, he's like, quits the Navy, gets her a ring, goes to propose to her, and she's like, you know, even if all he does <laughs> is go back to Oklahoma and manage the store, it's still a better life than she's got now. She's living in that shitty-ass little apartment, you know, bagging, it looked like uh, sandwich bags. For a living. Yeah. I mean, that couldn't be... Grocery bag. I don't yeah, know I don't know what the hell it was, bag, yeah. but th- that couldn't be a better life than what he was going to offer her. So if she was going to marry him, even though she didn't love him because he was a pilot, why the hell wouldn't she do it if he was that instead? You know, at least get out of there and do something else. But, you know, they had a goal. I mean, their goal was to find some Navy men, marry them, and, you well, know, travel, and... She had the goal. I don't know that Deborah Winger's character actually had that goal or not. They never really made it clear whether or not she had that goal or... If she was just playing along. It did bug me, their relationship, how Lynette and Sid were like, bam, face smushed together, right, all, you know, right. all this. And they were kind of like, 
I wasn't sure if they had the attraction at first. It didn't seem like it. Then they went at it. But, yeah. You know, I was like wondering what they were going to do. Oh, free love of the early 80s. Yeah. Before AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, What's those guys met three hours later. They're out on the beach making out and, and, and having sex. I was like, well, damn, there we go, I guess. I grant it's a movie. You kind of have to move this along a little bit yeah. anyway. But, you know, even still, that would just seem really, really fast to me. Um, and all of a sudden, they're just madly in love with from that perspective. She's like, I loved you the first time I saw you. Well, she said at the end. Well, I know, but still, Hindsight's 2020. She, she said that. I was like, really, the first time you saw him? Because I don't, don't, don't see that. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't really, you know, like I said, there was really nothing to pick at. I didn't have any issues, um, you know, really with anything except that I thought that the trapping thing was quaint. Like I said, that's just not, not something you see from a woman's issue anymore. No one's out making money writing plots where women trap men by being pregnant, uh, unless you're doing soap opera stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't think this movie had great things or really bad things. You know, it it just kind of went along. I mean, kept I you knew. interested, even though we'd it, seen it before. It, it still did. kept you interested. It did. It made me remember parts that I forgot about, like um, uh, Seagar. <laughs> yeah, Seagar. Right, the woman. Yeah. Um, Seagar. You know, it's funny that her role was there. I mean, it's not integral, you know, integral to the par- to the plot. Integral. 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 Yeah. Integral. To the to the plot, but it's not important. <laughs> yeah. To the plot. No, but see, I think it is actually now. Back that, then, no, no, no. Even now, I still think it was. I mean, looking at this movie, I think they put her in there because they wanted that contrast between what a woman can do and what a, what these women are doing, right? Because even he says it to Deborah Winger's character, like, "You want to fly jets? Go and do it. There's nothing holding you back. Enlist. Go and 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 go after what you want. You know, these women were making the choices to work at this plant and, you know trap airmen and pilots and whatever that, that that wasn't a choice that you had to make clearly she decided not to do that but i liked her character i wish they'd actually done more with her uh cigar's character i kind of like that i, I yeah, right i mean i kind of felt a little like are, are we focusing on this was there was it going to somehow get involved were they going to have i couldn't remember like was there a fling going yeah. on with them was there some jealousy well you know i didn't know but there wasn't it was clearly defined she was there f- for whatever you might think, like that, right? Or she was there to show like women are coming up in the world; they're doing everything that men are doing. You know, this is the right. early eighties. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I hear you. I hear you. But things I really loved. One, Richard Gere. I still think he's just a cool dude, right? That he open, was. That opening scene. First of all, you know, I'm bald, right? So that opening scene with him and that hair of his, I was like. Oh, <laughs> I just I miss hair, right? You must say that like you're did, dreaming. Did, did he about not have like the best head of hair in the world though? It, in the it beginning? threw me off to see him with right because you don't see him with that kind of no. hair anymore. You're like, holy shit! He looked like John Travolta in like Saturday Night Fever, you know, with that just big ass head of hair that he had there. It's funny you say that. Why? We'll is that what he looked like? It was no, that style. Does. Yeah, it was that style. Was wavy. I mean. it was like, yeah, parted in the middle and wavy type type of hair. So I saw that. I was like, damn, he just looks so different and so young, but he's still just a cool. He's just a cool dude. He's he's got a cool acting style. Um, and you know what? I mean, he, he was probably the best actor in this to me. Yeah, I, I thought agree. about it. I was like, you know, of all the actors in this, I mean, Luke Gossett's pretty good too. But, he was pretty good. But his role that he played was really um, monotone throughout. Like whatever it was, that was it through the whole movie. Right. Mayo got to portray, or Richard Gere got to portray many emotions throughout this movie, and he did. Absolutely. And I think they did a really good job of showing him to be kind of that selfish prick, right? Yeah, and he then did. he gets caught and he gets threatened to get kicked out and he comes to the realization that, holy shit, I really have nowhere else to go. I mean, that was a great scene. I got chills like, when yeah, he did. Yeah, like, don't throw me out. Don't, you can't, don't do that. I got nowhere else to go. I, mean, I ain't going to quit. Yeah. You thought, all right, you're out. And he's like, I got nowhere else to go. That was a great 
scene, but but it it made the pivot to him being an actual starting to work towards being an actual person that much easier to believe because that that was a big thing for him that shock of holy shit they're actually going to kick me out of here. I thought that was a really really good way that they did that. He got kicked in the balls, and I believe that too. Oh, I God. believed that that dude got kicked in the balls. <laughs> you know what? I wrote that down because I wanted to point out because we had this conversation last week yeah. about the stupid ass shit that people do and cry. There was no need for him to spin there, right? Lou Gossett Jr. is on the ground, and he comes in to try to do some fancy spinning technique. He gets kicked in the balls. I was like, well, that's why you don't do shit like that. I mean, that's why that stuff is not meant to be used in, in a real do fight. Do we want to just get this out of the way now? Hmm. Go ahead. Because, I mean, I knew that you were going to <laughs> – the minute they got us, oh, shit, they're going to spar up here. They're going <laughs> to fight. They're going to do some kung fu moves, and you're just going to tear it apart. And I, I, I'm not going to. It wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. They weren't doing jump spinning kicks. They weren't flying around. Most of what they did, well, a lot of roundhouse kicks, and right? Stuff. And and they kind of set the tone right away, right? When he when he smacks Richard Gear down the first time through, he doesn't jump on top of him, right? So you kind of set the rules there, like, okay, you know what? We're going to do this fight. There's no ground fighting. There's no wrestling. Get back up. Let's see what you got. So they kind of set that. All right, I got no problem with that. It, it was fine. I mean, the spinning thing, like I said, I only wrote that down as a point of reference. Like, hey, dumbass, that's why you don't do that. Um, and that's why when you see it in other movies, you're like, that's stupid. Why well, Why do they even have that in there? People don't fight that way. Because you get kicked in the fucking balls when yeah. you do dumbass shit like that. I seriously believe And that was it. good, wasn't it? I mean, that was like, they showed you the angle of his foot going right into his fucking balls and him just dropping. He and, was dropping. He was in a little ball. Uh, he was coughing and yep, spitting. felt and, like he couldn't uh, get air. You know what that's like, I mean, right? Had, I mean, oh, yeah. I've, uh, gotten, I've been in tournaments and had my, and even with a cup on, I've had my shit kicked in and it's not a good feeling. Hell, the seesaw will do it to oh. you. I mean... <laughs> Anything. When the prick like, across from you jumps off and you fall down and smack yourself on the ground. Uh, anything could happen. Is. I mean, yeah, wind could blow I'm by the wrong you, way. I, I don't understand how men got to be the dominant species. Yeah, and, how'd and that happen? How are women not in charge of this yeah. world? Because literally... They don't know get, the secret. Well, yeah, because women can get close to men without a problem and then just kick them in the balls. Yeah. And you know what? You win. <laughs> You're now queen. <laughs> do, they, do they not catch on? Are we that good at keeping the secret? Dude, I, I don't understand. I mean, because there's, there, I don't care who you are. You get kicked in the balls. You are going down. Yeah. I don't care how big of a tough guy you are. You're, you're out of there. I mean, unless you get to the guy who's had his balls cut off. But, yeah, the kick in the balls is not fun. But, no, I loved him in this movie. I thought him in the scenes, the Deborah Winger, were, were great. Yeah, they, um, good chemistry. I, I thought so, too. It got man. better and better as the relationship developed. And I hate know to what? say it. You know, I hate to sound like a... But this was a good movie. It was a good to movie. talk about like no, that. it was. It was I thought movie. Deborah Winger was... Well, one, she was much prettier than I remember. Yeah. I did not remember her being that hot. I well, actually, you know what? I take that back. She wasn't hot. She wasn't hot. She was pretty. She was pretty, and she had bodacious tatas. Uh, well, actually, they weren't bodacious. No, no, the blonde woman's were, but they were perky. But they were perky. But she was young, so and that was all fun. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and let's uh, I go on this. Let's talk about her nudity. How do you say this? Hmm. He was um, enjoying her breastuses. Yes, right. Yes. yes, and that scene where she's sitting on top of him, yeah, and he's just buried the face in there. Yeah. Was it not clear to you that he was truly at that time in that moment? Oh yeah, he was all up in it, enjoying those breastuses, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think he enjoyed himself. It was just kind of funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they're acting. That's what you would do. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Just, I've never done a love okay. scene. I, I don't even know how people do that. Let's just recall this conversation for the end because I have some fun facts. And it's interesting because clearly his mouth was engaging in some breasts. Yes. Yes. Okay. It was. 
Let's he was motorboating a little bit there at the end. <laughs> hmm? He said it looked like he was motorboating a little yes, bit there at the end. Right. Yeah. But they didn't show. It's funny that they showed her, but I don't. They never showed her friend in, in a nude scene, unless I missed it. Mm, no, because he they was unbuttoning showed, her shirt that one time. Right. Oh, they kind of spread open, and you saw saw sides. Right. S- right. You never saw the right. Right. The full. <laughs> Dialing the monster. Right. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> never yeah. saw that. So part. let's revisit this later on because I had some information on it. I just don't want to spoil my fun facts because I always ruin my fun facts. All right, so we'll put the breasts in the back of the yeah. head. <laughs> uh, that's too funny. Yeah. Um, all right, so he was good. She was good. Phenomenal crier, by the way, which I already knew that from terms of endearment. Deborah Winger can just cry with the best of them. I mean, she gets that, like a Demi Moore type of thing. She just, just does a really good job at it. I just think that that's a neat trick. I don't know. That always seems to make a... I don't want to say sexier, maybe pretty. I don't know. It's it's a more vulnerable thing when they can cry like that. I just think it added to the part of just being this vulnerable. So you're saying Richard Gere is sexy and whatever too because I'm saying he yeah, he's a little. I'm saying if you were gay, <laughs> that's you might, something you would tap. I'm just saying he would not. I don't think. I think he might be a little bit out of my league, but you know, he's uh. Hey, you to keep shooting for the stars. Yeah, I'm saying he's a good looking dude. I mean, you gotta admit, and he's aged. He's aged well. He hasn't. Uh, Although I haven't really seen him in, in a while, what? but <laughs> pretty in pink. Oh, not pretty in pink. Uh, pretty, pretty, woman. pretty woman. No, no, he was. I, I know. Think, I, think I saw him in was that. Uh, after uh, the oh, I can't think of it now. Jeez, what was the musical one? Chicago. That's the last thing I remember him in was Chicago. No, I Did didn't see, see Chicago. Oh, okay. No, I didn't see Chicago. Yeah, he wasn't bad in that. There was a musical. Right? Yeah, so there was a musical. Did he with he sung in there. He did. He sung. He tap danced. He's actually really good at it. Believe it or not. Gerbils come out of his ass? <laughs> yeah, right. Remember that? You know, Remember that I whole do. thing? But there's no way that was no, ever true. No, of course not. But that was the big thing back in the day was, that was he the, stored gerbils up his ass or something. I don't want to say internet rumor because it wasn't internet. I guess that was just a, <laughs> what was, that was a playground rumor. I, yeah. I don't know. What, what would we call that? Gossip brag. I don't know. I mean, we all heard the story, yeah. but I don't. I never read it anywhere. I don't, I don't know where anybody else ever heard it from. It was just always something that everybody knew. You know, you couldn't trace it back to somewhere. I guess if you want to go get the microfish out in the library and check it out, <laughs> microfish. You, you could probably find it somewhere somehow. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I thought she was really good too. Um, Louis Gossett Jr., I mean, he was a perfect drill sergeant in a way because I, I didn't find him I, – uh, and I guess I'm yeah. comparing him to like Full Metal Jacket drill sergeant and other drill sergeants. He played the typical drill sergeant. He did, but he was a lot more compassionate, compassionate. right? I mean, he was because, you know, he – he uh, uh he let Mayo stay, and he shouldn't have, right? Because he found him selling those things, the the buckles, buckles and the shoes, and right? Shoes. But you know he he, he went and tried to make him to do the the drop on request, the DOR thing, and he wouldn't. And said he's going to kick him out. He's like, oh, I got no place else to go. And he's like, you know what? All right, I'll let you stay. And shit, in this movie, Richard Gere cursed at him a bunch of times, called him all kinds of names, kicked his ass almost in the fight, and they still let. Him. I'm just saying, he he seemed more interested in. Okay, and, and actually I mean, you know, mentoring I, these people as opposed to what you would yeah. typically see as a drill sergeant in, in a movie. Look, how many people were in this thing? Like in the what, company? 20? Yeah. Man, okay, let's, let's just throw a number 20. 20. Sure. He's got to at least treat them all somewhat fairly. I mean, No, he does. I, I'm not talking that it's not what DIs really are like. I'm saying that that's more of yeah. a stereotypical when I think of a DI. You can't think of anybody but the Full Metal Jacket guy, right? I mean, he's the one that you think of when you think of drill sergeants. Yeah, you know, I mean that—that's the guy that comes to mind. The full metal jacket, yeah, dude? yeah, yeah. And, and comparatively speaking, this—he was pretty tame compared to. That. I mean, call him slimy worms a bunch of times, and you know the steers and queers thing. Yeah, did they use the same line? You know, I thought the steers and queers thing was the same thing from Full Metal Jacket, but, but they used Texas and and Full Metal yeah, Jacket. Yeah, it was Texas. This was Oklahoma yeah, it was City. Oklahoma, right? 
Only two things come from taxes, steers, steers and, queers. and queers. Yeah. I mean, I did like how he got in his face. Like, you want to fuck me, boy? Oh, you getting hot? I was like, there's a lot of homoerotic things going on was. in his mouth. Wasn't well, it? I, it was, I, you I, you if you're gonna hit a man's you, right, right. If you're gonna hit a man's masculinity, masculinity. Thank you. You're gonna do that, right? You're right. gonna, you're gonna, if you want to bring him down a notch, that's what you make did. fun of him and call him a queer. Right, right. Which is funny. I, I wrote that down as like such an archaic term. But in 1982, military. If you were gay, you were out. Right. That was it, it wasn't don't ask, don't tell. It was you can't be gay or you're out of the army, period. Dishonorable discharge, you're gone. It was still right. considered uh, not something that they wanted in there. So, you know, that that was why they could call people queers like that, and it was like some kind of big insult. Yeah. You know, you queer, boy? And they took it as an insult. Right, right? and they did, right? No, sir. No, sir, I am not. <laughs> um. Anyway, so, yes, they they did. They overdid the, the queer thing. and they, You know, but that, that's expected, right? That's That was a big insult back yeah. in the day. So Louis Gossett Jr. was good. He was just a little bit more compassionate than a typical, stereotypical drill instructor. But I, I liked him. Um, I was kind of surprised that he won an award for that, I think. I think it was for that. We talked about last week that he won an award for that one. And you're looking at me bad because I know I wasn't supposed to mention that now that I'm saying it. Why don't we leave no, that you for can your say No, I mean, you're podcast? not ruining anything. Oh, okay. I, I can't remember what I, th- I thought he was. Did you catch the uh, the redhead kid? <laughs> What? I don't know why I'm laughing. Your <laughs> yeah, face. He just the looked at me. Kid. Yeah. Well, he, uh, the guy who looked like um. He didn't look like it was him. No, was it? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, the one who the one who got stuck in the yeah. twister thing and no, couldn't get out it's of the, not the it's David Caruso. CSI. Oh my yeah. God. That was an early no, David Caruso. You see, the minute I saw him, I said, "Is that David Caruso?" And then he made some turn to the camera and smiled or something. I said, "No, those eyes are wrong." Yeah, that was I, David Caruso. You looked him up. Yeah, yeah, I looked. I verified. No, I went and verified it because I was like, "Holy shit, that's Holy what's his name?" And I couldn't shit. think of his name. I thought of him as the, the dude guy caught from, a bad break from New from uh, NYPD Blue. That's where I, I forgot he was in CSI. Yeah, okay, he was in both. Right. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. But he got all popular from NYPD Blue and said, "I'm too big for this show. I'll even do right. movies." And then he was out for everything for yeah. ten years. He but tried and failed, and that was not not a thing for him. But yeah, he yeah. was he was in that. All right, yeah. So he yeah he had the whole. I'm going to get my ass kicked by Lou Gossett Jr. first. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he got choked out. Yeah, I got choked out. And then yeah. he, you know, fails miserably in the uh, in the water. Yeah, yeah. that was not a fun. I, I don't understand why that would be so hard. Now, granted, they're hitting the water really hard. Yeah, and you go under, fa- they said one. it takes one and a half seconds to go under. I swear to God, it went under in a point two seconds. <laughs> I, I was cool going. Well, I think it was like 1.2 seconds to hit the bottom. That's when they could get out, mm-hmm. right, when you hit the bottom. But I don't know. It, it didn't seem like that would be a tough thing to do. But I did like his question. He's like, so is this like what it feels like when a plane hits the water? And the guy's like, oh, no. That's much worse than a real plane. (laughs) Which clearly it is. How would he know? Well, I'm just saying they can't really do it real speed (laughs) um, because you're probably killing a lot of people there. That was actually kind of funny. Um, so yeah, you know, he wasn't wasn't in very long, but that was. Wow. I mean, actually, I thought it was, but just threw him off. He was so young. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, they was, all were. Yeah. I mean, they all look so damn young. Although his friend looked somewhat familiar, but I don't. I don't think he had done anything at Sid or whatever his name was. Oh well, he's done these kind of supporting. Yeah, these supporting roles. cast roles, but he never broke out either. Although he he plays a good, you know, dead person. Well, you know, that was that kind of sucked. Oh, they paint little white stuff on his face to make him look pale. Well, yeah, but when when uh, and I looked too because I've yeah, I'd seen it before. But when Richard Gere was like. Uh, cradling him in the shower. Yeah, he did a really good job of being dead. You know, his oh, yeah. his mouth, didn't, you, his right. eyes didn't yeah. blink. I mean, it wasn't. I thought they did a really good <laughs> job of him being dead. You know, I'm critical about that too on movies. When if you die, you better be dead. I mean, I don't want to see flinching of the eyes, the chest breathing. Show me you can act, and if you can act dead, hey, you got some respect for me. And I feel like he acted. He did. He yeah, he acted the shit out of that dead. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he was definitely acting dead. You know, um, you notice though that when they show that scene, when the door opens up, and spoiler alert, he was naked when he was hanging there. Yeah. But yeah. the minute he put his arms around him, they did more closer up, and he kind of jerked him up. He had. I'd like a towel. No underpants or something, you know, like a boxer. Oh or yeah, like. that's right. He did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. On the close up, he did. Yeah. I guess they want to be curling a naked butt. They showed his butt hanging there <laughs> when they opened the door up. Well, maybe Richard Gere didn't want to. That's so, true. That could be that too. Yeah. I'm not touching this naked man. <laughs> Put some clothes on him. Put some clothes on. Um, what else did I want to mention? Uh, well, the we skip around, but I, I do want to mention that. I mean, honestly, the the ending for this movie. It kind of ended quick, too, I mean, a way. Which is kind of weird, right? Because he does the fight, yeah. and then all of a sudden they do the graduation, and then he just drives over there. No big, I don't know, no big soul-searching. Yeah. Did you feel like it wasn't answered? Why did he change his mind, or what was it? Yeah, I, I don't know. He got kicked in the balls, and then he's like, oh, well, fuck. Well, I, I guess I, I'll love her and marry yeah, her. Yeah, I guess. What I, does that have to I, equate to? I can't have kids now, so I guess. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I assume that there might have been I always felt like there was a scene cut out there, maybe where he had a conversation. I can't get her pregnant now, so like calls, well, yeah, right. I don't know. I don't he know. calls his dad, or something else would have happened to make him stay in there. You know, there, there was, was a weird. scene that was cut out with him and his dad. Um, his dad comes to him um, at one point, and they have a conversation, but they cut it out. So I don't know. Maybe there's some more tie-ins that were missing. Yeah, because it was because he was getting ready to quit. He's like, I quit this. I don't need this shit. I don't need anybody. Which is about a stereotypical thing, as you can say. I'm tough. I yeah. don't need anybody. Which, if you ever hear anybody say that, if, if anybody <laughs> ever says that to you, I don't need anybody, they need somebody. All right? They clearly they need, need everybody. Yeah, they need everybody. They want you to pay attention to them. Um, yeah, it was just kind of weird. He just does that, and then he gets back up, and everything's yeah. okay, and then he graduates. I, I don't know. You know. And such an iconic scene, the ending, when he picks her up and scoops her up and you know yeah. tears her out. To end, so, I don't know, such a... Memorable moment, right? right? Everybody knows that scene. Yeah, because the song's going. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then next thing you know, it freezes, and then the credits start rolling. Right. It's just kind right. of funny how such a memorable thing it was so short and quick. But but maybe that's what made it good. I know? loved Lynette though at the end there. She's like, "Oh, you bitch." Yeah. yeah. Well, she's like, "Way to go, Paula!" And then she's like, "Cheers up, yeah, way to yeah. go, Paula!" First I, I like, "Fuck it, you should be dead. Yeah. All right, <laughs> I don't want your applause. None of your bullshit. You should just fucking be killed." Yeah. Um, I did also like the final scene between him and, and uh, Louis Gossett Jr. I thought that ended the way it should have between those two. And he's like, I'll never forget you. And he's like, get out of here. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, the tough drill instructor. He's like, this is my job. Get out of here. I don't I don't want anything special from you. I don't know. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. It ended. You know, I thought that was a good conclusion. these little conclusion man or nothing. Yeah, was... right, right. No real big soul searching. I love you, man. I'll always be there for you. You know, like our previous movie. Yeah. Any time, any place, man. I'll be, you know, he was like, <laughs> right. Yeah, like right. Like, yeah, throw that in there. Because it doesn't make any <laughs> right, sense. They no. didn't have that kind of relationship anyway where he'd say that. It was just like, hey, thank you. You did a lot for me. Yep, no worries. Go ahead and go. So that, that's really it. I don't really have a whole lot else to talk about from, how about, from my uh, perspective. Well, how about Foley? Did you listen to his, uh, when they were um, marching along, he, they were doing the cadence? <laughs> some of those songs. Did you listen to those words? Yeah, some of them were not I had to go nice. look them up because I was, you mind if I read them? No, I, okay. I was like, I couldn't believe what they were saying. Remember, 1982. Yeah, 1982. Uh, one of them was, fl- uh, should I do it in the cadence? Flying low and feeling mean, spot a family by the stream. That's nothing bad, right? Right, right. So far, so good. So far, so good. Pickle oh. a pear and hear them scream, because napalm sticks to kids. I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nap- well, remember, Cigar even said in that, she's like, that's disgusting. Yeah, that's what she said there. So, uh, gosh. 
Family of gooks is sitting in the ditch. <laughs> Little baby sucking on mama's tit. <laughs> Chemical firms don't give a shit. The napalm sticks to kids. I'm like, damn. Yeah, they were hardcore, weren't they? That was a bit much. Well, you got to remember, too, 1982, Vietnam ended, what, 74? So it's kind of funny that in this movie there was like three or four mentions of people that brothers or whatever who had died in Vietnam. You know, her brother had died, his brother had died, other brothers had died. It was like a lot of people dead from Vietnam. It was still a very big, fresh, raw, you know, thing because it was only seven, eight years ago yeah. that it had happened. So it was still very much there. Well, it doesn't stop there because he does the next one with Zach was him, him were alone and he was doing it. Remember spraying him with the water? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Casey Jones was a son of a bitch. Drove his train through a thirty-foot ditch. No, I guess that's okay, right? Yeah, so far, so good. So, well, yeah. You know, that's worse. Come on out with his dick in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Said, "Listen, ladies, I'm oh, a hell of a man." That's right. And it's like, okay, it's getting a little rough. Now, anyone out there with sensitive ears you might want to plug them up. Yeah, plug them yeah, up. Plug them up. Went into town and lined up a hundred. Swore up and down he'd fuck everyone. Fucked 98 till his balls turned blue. Then he backed off, jacked off, and fucked the other two. <laughs> I mean, shit. Well, you know, the question I have about that is, do you think when you become a drill instructor, you just know these songs? Or do they give you a book? I, 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 don't, I <laughs> think you have to come up with your own. You know, you like, so? yeah, yeah, like that's your own thing. Like, you come up with come your, up own with your own little, cadence for each thing. Yeah. I just feel like they just give you, like, a manual. I, damn, if I would have thought sooner, I would have made one for you. Oh, you should have. Yeah. You know, you can do it and put it on Facebook. Hmm. You know? Maybe use appropriate language. <laughs> you know? Well, then it I'm, wouldn't be fun. I'm sure whatever it's going to be is going to involve me being bald somehow, so knock yourself out with that one. <laughs> you're, you're right. Yeah. No, I'm almost positive it will be. That would like like what you did with my driver's license that one time. Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> but you did have hair back then. I did. Not much. Yeah. I, I was denying my, my hair ability at the time. Remember when Sid was uh, bragging to Lynette? Oh, he was talking about Lynette, how she gave the best... Head, yeah, in like two states or something no. like that. You know how many states he said? Huh. Fifty-two. Uh. <laughs> fifty-two states. I, did, I didn't catch. Yeah, that. I was like, the best wait, wait, fifty-two wait. states. Well, people do it all the time. They think fifty, fifty-two cards in a deck, fifty states, but that's the way it is. But right, right, they right. switch them where they always think there's fifty-two huh, states. That's funny. And they go fifty-two. Uh huh. <laughs> Alaska and Hawaii make the other two. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said anybody who actually seriously thought that. Yeah, I've, I mean, I know Obama famously said in like the, his election 2008 in some speeches, they said something. I visited all 57 states, but <laughs> I, I don't remember. I don't that. think he actually thought there were 57 states. He was just, you know, got tongue tied, tongue tied, confused, confused. It could happen. Yeah, that's about that's um about it. I I don't think I have anything else. I can go over um. Fun facts. Yeah, what do you got for for fun facts? I mean, we didn't change our scores, so clearly whatever we thought of the movie pretty yeah, much I'm stayed staying. the same, right? So I'm staying. Nothing jumped out or was so bad that we had to necessarily call it out. So. Yeah. All right, what you got fun facts-wise? Uh, nothing in credits worth talking about. Aww. Oh, did you notice? No, I will say this. <laughs> You're really excited. Film, yeah. Hey. <laughs> well, no, I was thought about this song, um, Up Where We Belong. Mm-hmm. They probably made about 20 different Muzak versions to play throughout the f- film. To to fit the different emotions, it's like this was the only song in the world. It was the, the world. only soundtrack. Yeah, the only song. soundtrack, and just play this one song, but just change it up and just make a music version for every. Here, we'll just do like a little guitar solo, <laughs> and we'll do a little piano melody. And, you know, every time they had a different scene, they played "Up Where We Belong." Just different. The only time I remember that from a Muzak is when he was riding his motorcycle. Every time, but I don't just remember go back and time. listen. You're like, geez, every every moment, there's, you know. 
lovemaking going on. There's music. Him and her just talking. Him thinking about what he wants to do. Whatever. <laughs> Touching moment. You him, know. Him ordering lunch. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. Whatever. Fun facts. It's funny you mentioned about the beginning. Um, what did you say about Saturday Night Live? Oh, he had the hair like Saturday Night Live. Who? Or, or like John Travolta. Yeah. Not Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Fever. John Travolta turned down the role. Um, oh. Of Zach, uh, eh, by advice of his agent. I don't know if I could see him in that role. I don't know either. I don't. Th- oh, he certainly is not of the actor caliber. No, you know. So I think that would have. Do you think he is now? Because I know then he really wasn't, but maybe he would be. You know, no. I think he's he's gotten better as an actor. He's gotten older, right? Yeah. Yes, he's gotten better as an actor. But he's still not. Richard but he's still Gere. not at the caliber that Richard Gere is. All right, fair enough. Okay. Um, you you don't know some of the people that Oh, who they turned down? Yeah, turned down or, you know, were offered the role and or they were considered. Uh, whatever that means. Well, if you consider them, take them. Yeah, all right. Uh Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Original choice. Maybe, maybe. He was too busy. His career probably would have been a different trajectory path if he had taken that role. Is he ladies' man back then? Well, nineteen eighty two he was uh in Tron, right? Yeah, that so that's that. probably what was holding them up. <laughs> um, Kurt Russell. Oh, why not? Escape yeah. from New York. He could have done that role, but he's not the actor. I mean, Again, he's not, he's right? Not, he's not as good of an actor as Richard Gere, but he could have brought something to that. Trying to bring that manly man into it, but I don't think he had the chops to play the. No, he would have been more of a tough guy. Yeah, can't, certainly. he can't. He's not going to cry, right? I can't. Yeah, I don't, I don't see. Right? Him cry. Yeah, that's a good point. Snake Plissken doesn't cry. <laughs> <laughs> No way. Um, and uh, for what's her name, Paula, Christy McNichol. Interesting. Uh, interesting choice. Yeah, she was a little young, right? Maybe she would have been about the same age. I used to have a crush on her. Well, I wouldn't see, mind seeing okay, her naked. That's that the thing right. is, I think they were playing these characters again that bug me, where they're supposed to be a little younger looking than what they were playing on in the film. Just bug me. Like all the guys who, you know, in the, what do you call it? The platoon or company. Yeah, what, I see. It's not platoon. Class. Whatever the class. Yeah, the class. When they all lined up before they got the haircuts and all that. I mean, how old are these people? They look like they were like 40. Yeah, they shouldn't have been that old, right? Right. Yeah, I, I agree. And the second set came in. They looked a little younger, actually. But still, I was like, aren't these people too old to be doing this? <laughs> well, they're officer training. I don't, yeah, I don't. You know, yeah. I, I know what you're saying, or you're going with that. But yeah, but even still, you're right. They they wouldn't be in their 30s, that's no. for sure. But did you catch that line, and it made me think how old she was supposed to be? Because remember, Deborah Winger's character said something about, my mom's 39, and has been working at that paper plant for yeah. her entire life. And I'm like, well... How old was she when she had you? It was since when is 39 old? That's <laughs> mm, young. I mean, it's really young. I, I mean, she said 49, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure she said 39. But anyway. But yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Christy McNichols could have done that. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, Brooke Shields, I don't think so. No, no. Brooke Shields is not a good actress. No. No. Good on the eyes back then. Oh, sure. Yeah, but not a good actress. Right. Yeah, she was able to do Blue Lagoon because there was not really a big... It was just a walk on acting dumb, and she was okay with that. <laughs> acting dumb. Uh, let's see. I'm just trying to decide if I really want to do some of these because... Yeah, I'll throw out a few. There weren't many, so I figured, you know, yeah, let's throw see out what a we few. got. It's always interesting to hear a few. Uh, the producer, his name was Don Simpson. He wanted that Up Where We Belong song cut from the film, saying, this what? is no good, it's not going to be a hit... Do n- we don't want this song. Was they that finally- Don Simpson from Simpson and Bruckheimer? From the uh, same I don't guy? Know. Why don't you look that up? 
Huh, I bet you it was. He was the guy that died from the cocaine overdose. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they said, you know what? Fuck it. It's going to be in the song, in the movie. They put it in there. Of course, it turned out to be number one. He wanted On the Wings of Love by Jeffrey Osborne um, in there, which that was released a couple months later, and it only made up to 29 on the Billboard charts. Up Where We Belong was number one. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, you know, they made and a good choice. And won an Academy because, Award, of course. Yeah, it's so iconic that you just can't imagine it being anything else. He's kind of mean. Oh. If this is guy, he, he's, you think he's dead if this is the same guy you're talking about? Who? Uh, Don Simpson? Yeah. If it is him. He he didn't want Deborah Winger telling her uh, in a biography that was done about him by this guy, Charles Fleming. In this biography, he allegedly had said, I'll say that, that to, directly to Deborah Winger that there may be somebody else for this part. I need somebody fuckable. You're not fuckable enough. What? Yeah, I find that hard to believe. Well, you kind of alluded to that in some way. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess. All right. It's just yeah. kind of a crude, direct way to say it huh. to your to her face. It's kind of messed up, honestly. Now, we talked about this before. Um, I alluded to the fact that, you know, was Richard Gere not having his mouth on her boobs? Yeah. Right? They oh, were directly it definitely in looked like it. Yes. No, they, they were in contact, yep. right? Not even they didn't show you a direct shot. You know they were on there. She negotiated her own contract for this movie. She had no agent at the time. And, really? And um, she had signed before she had read the revised script. Knowing there was a revised script, she didn't read it. She signed. But she found out that in the revised script, there were nude scene changes, and they weren't there previously. <laughs> so she asked to be covered up, and they told her, look, you should have read the contract. And right, right. maybe you put in a no-nudity clause because now you're screwed. So you want to, <laughs> you know. So she had to do the scene as written, and so she did it. But I'm like, okay, what well, does that mean? He has to actually put his mouth on my <laughs> tit? I mean, you know, I mean, think about it. If that's what it's true, and she's like, oh, I don't want to show myself, but go ahead and let Richard Gere on camera. Right, right. Fondle me. Yeah. But, you know, you look at all this, that's what they really? do in these I mean, sex scenes. Oh. You know, I can think of plenty of ones where that's happened. In, actual in a movie. movie. Yeah, in <laughs> movie movies. And in and, and Hollywood movies, not not just porno movies. So, do you know who was the first African American in any acting co- category to win Best Actor, Actor Oscar? Well, the female was the girl from Gone with the Wind. Who was the first? I'm guessing male would have been Louis Gossett Jr., huh? No, it would have been Sidney Poitier. Very good. Yeah, right. for my Mississippi Burning. No, Lilies of the Field. Ah, oh, damn it. 1963. That was uh for Mississippi Burning. No. The first female African American was the Haiti. The, the I know nothing about yeah, fucking yeah, babies. Her, her from Gone with the Wind. She was the first one to win that in the 30s. Uh, let's see. But, so Lou Gossett Jr. had won the Best Supporting Actor, as you mentioned, Academy Award. Um, but it was the first win of like that since then uh, for any African-American, I mean, to win that category. But it hadn't won since anything between there. Right. 1963 to nineteen eighty. Three probably is when the Academy Awards came out. Right, and I think the next guy to win it was Denzel for Glory. Yeah, yeah. It's a long time. It's in a long, long time in between. I think it was even longer before the next guy won it or girl. It was well, Halle Berry. I think <laughs> we're getting farther ahead here. So it was twenty years between these two. Then when was Legend or the Denzel Washington one? Oh, Glory was eighty yeah, nine, eighty eight. So it was like a couple years in right. between. And then Holly ha- Holly Berry's was just what four or five years ago. Mm. But anyway. We digress. Yes, we digress. 
But hey, this was an 80s movie with a prominent uh, minority character. So uh, That's true. What yeah. do you have to say now? There was two of them. There was the drill instructor and the two actual... Two of them. Two of them. <laughs> <laughs> two of them? That really didn't sound very good, does it? Uh, but you know what I mean. There was there was two two prominent minority actors in this movie. One was the his friend, the, the, the guy with him, the cadet with him, the one that was stepped in the... Well, he was polishing the steps, steps on it, and then Louis Gossett Jr., of course. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Nothing <laughs> okay. else. Don't look at me like that. I'm gonna say something stupid if you keep. You, it makes me think you want me to keep talking, and then I'm gonna say something bad. So I didn't think about it till I read these notes, and it pointed out to my face that there's a lot of movies in the '80s that focused around military. Well, yeah. Again, Vietnam. Yeah. I mean, it had just gotten done. Taps, stripes, ben, uh, Private Benjamin. I don't know up the, up the academy, but uh, Lord of the Dis- uh, Lord of Discipline, an officer and a gentleman. Of course, we just did. Uh, Cadence, oh. Bluxy Blue, Heartbreak Ridge, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, I mean, Heartbreak Ridge of, was a good one. And Hamburger Hill and oh, yeah. Yeah. Siege of Firebase Gloria. There was a lot of them because Vietnam, had, like I said, had just gotten done. And, of course, you're not even adding in the Chuck Norris ones. Missing yeah, in Action. Yeah. And <laughs> Rambos. I, I mean, say, all the Rambos. Come on. I'm just I, saying. I'm not a Chuck Norris fan whatsoever. Do you think we'll see the same type of thing after the Iraqi Afghanistan thing, like eight years from now after those wars have ended? Once there's been enough time between the wars ending gonna, and, you know. Uh, to say what? Yeah, so Vietnam ends, it ended in 74, right? And then these movies started coming out in the 80s. It's six, seven, eight years down the road. Do you think we'll start seeing the same thing about this big influx of movies about Iraq and Afghanistan? Probably. I can't we think we're kind of seeing some we've now. Seen, we've seen a couple, but, I mean, you know, like you're talking about these huge, yeah. huge number of, of movies. Probably. I was wondering. And then the last one I have, which I didn't know what he, they were giving. Remember when they uh, graduated and they all got in line? And right, right. Do you know what he, they kept giving him? I thought they were giving him their old Like a pin pens. or something? Yeah. No. What was no. it? So I guess they did some research. Um, it's a Navy tradition for newly commissioned officers to give a silver dollar to the person who gives them their first salute. Oh. Yeah. So in the scene uh, where they graduate fully... You know, standing there, blah, 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 giving the first salutes, and you can see uh, them giving him... Something. Silver, well, it's silver dollars. Yeah. Um, to each, um, blah, blah, blah. Um, so this is interesting. It's also tradition for the DI to place the silver dollar of his memorable students in his right pocket. And you can see Mayo's dollar is placed in Foley's right pocket, rather than the left pocket, and is... That's true. For example, Ensign Della Serra. That is true. He does do that. You can see he yeah. puts it on this side facing the camera so right. you can see him doing it, shoving it in there. It's funny because I noticed that, but I thought maybe it was just because the other side was full. <laughs> it didn't occur to me that, that he was doing it because there was some special... It's because so simple. He was the very last guy. It's he's like the second thought, last guy in the line. Oh, no, so I thought, well, maybe full. it was full. So he's just switching sides. That's kind of what I thought. <laughs> I didn't... But that makes sense now. There we go. What, man? It could it's be full. Funny. You know? I, I mean, you know, that's not bad for the DIs, though. I mean, you got to figure in 10 or 15 years, they've probably made a few <laughs> thousand dollars in silver dollars, you know. Not too shabby. Turn them around every six weeks, you know. Yeah, right. That's not too bad. Anyway. Nice. That's All right. It. There you go. Some good fun facts. All right. So to recap, um, Off Center Gentleman, 1982. Uh, Sean gave it a nostalgic of a 3.73. I gave it a 4.0. On a current review, uh, we're actually going to keep to those scores. Sean's going to stay at a 3.73. I'll stay at a 4.0. Still a good movie. It holds up. Um, yeah, it is a little dated, like I said. Yeah, it looks a little old, but still a good movie. Good Got acting. A couple boring parts. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a few dips here, but 
overall. Even though in the boring parts, the acting was good. Yeah, and that's the thing. It, it is just a well-done movie. It was two hours and didn't feel like two hours. Was it really? didn't feel like it was two hours. You're right. Yeah, I didn't think it was that long. So, highly recommend if you haven't seen it. It's worth watching. It's a good movie. There's definitely a lot of uh Highly recommended? Nudity. I can recommend other movies ahead of this, but it should be one you watch. From 1982, yeah. it's a highly recommended movie. So, now we're going to switch it up, and we're going to go to our next uh, nostalgic movie. Dun, 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 dun. This one is from 1986. Go ahead. I'm glad you knew, because I did not know this one at all. Um, Stand By Me. Yeah, there we go. This is probably the best Stephen King 2 from book to movie ever done. Yeah, yeah. it absolutely. has to be probably the best, right? It's got to. I mean, Rob Reiner directed it. Think of all the stars, River Phoenix, Will Wheaton. One of these ones where good acting. And when you have Corey kids Dillman. that do good acting, then it's double. It's great. I think this one is going to give us a good nostalgic feel, right? Because yeah. this is one of those movies where as a kid, especially in the in the mid-80s, right? What else were we going to We played outside. You know, we, we couldn't mm-hmm. jump online and enjoy some world and get immersed in some kind of thing. So when you... Wait, you do always, it in our minds. Well, I'm just saying you always thought about these adventures as a kid, right? Especially mm-hmm. as a boy. You always wanted to go out in the woods and have these adventures and do these kind of cool things that these, these Which guys... Which we did. Doing. I mean, we, well, we did, right? We made up our own shit. They had a huge adventure. Yeah. Their ours adventure was a little bit more than, right. than, than ours are, but we still invented those I ended senses. up coming home with a frog. <laughs> you know, tadpoles. Right. I did not almost shoot somebody and see dead bodies. <laughs> Granted. But, um, so it would, you know, it, it was Way just a very nostalgic movie. movie. Could you not ruin the movie entirely? Um, no, no, I think that pretty much ruined it all right there, <laughs> yeah. didn't I? <laughs> I think that pretty much summed up the entire movie. So if you haven't seen it, <laughs> sorry. Spoiler alerts. All right, so we're going to listen to a little bit of a trailer, and then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about it. Okay. All right, see you on the other side. In all our lives, there's a fall from innocence, a time after which we are never the same. It happened in the summer of 1959. A long time ago. Oh, man. Where do you hear this? Where do you hear this? What is it, man? You guys want to go see a dead body? We found him. We got dibs. We better start running, eyeball. They got dibs. There's four of us, eyeball. You just make your move. You're dead. For some, it's the last real taste of innocence. But for everyone, it's the time that memories are made of. So, darling, darling, So I'm going to say again, this was a two minute and 15 second trailer that I cut down to, I don't know. Was that 35 seconds? No, it was less, it was like 50 seconds. Okay. It's pretty good. Not uh, bad. Not I bad. didn't hear any cuts. You know, that not bad. bad. It wasn't bad. If, but, you ever, uh, if we ever, this does not take off to where we yeah. want it to, you should go and be like a Foley editor or a sound editor or a mixer or something like that. It could have been a lot less, but the song is so good, I couldn't cut out the end of that oh. song, right? You know what? Look at, listen to this from for this movie, right? Rob Reiner's the director, yeah. Princess Bride, all, all these other things, right? Walk Rob Reiner's us the director. This. Tell the, us. So this is a good one. Rob Reiner, that song, Stand By Me, I forget who sings that, but phenomenal song. Will Wheaton, River Phoenix, Corey Feldman, Jerry O'Connell, Keith Sutherland, uh, uh, Richard Dreyfus is the voice, John Cusack as an older. I mean, seriously, this movie has got so many good stars in it, Another so one. many good actors. Oh, you said Kiefer, didn't you? Yeah, I did say yeah. Kiefer Sutherland, yeah. So many, and they're all young. I mean, this is way before I would yeah. consider their primes, but they all you know, kicked ass. I they mean, did. It, it is just a phenomenal... And you know, it's only 89 minutes. It's a short movie. I didn't realize how short that was. How long does it take to find Let's walk. I don't know. Yeah. It takes a while, but, you know. So, anyway. All right. So, here we go. Nostalgically speaking. Whew. 
I don't. You know what? I, I it's been a long time. I probably have not seen this probably since the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't remember the whole movie. Do we, you know what? Can I tell you what? I'm sorry. I usually give the the box office, and I didn't. So the movie cost eight million to make. Give me a eight million to make. Yeah. So just give me an estimate. What do you think this movie made to current date? Uh, no, in its first run. I, I don't usually do current date. That's too hard to find. Too hard to really get straight. Anyway, I should say. I'll say seventy million. Oh wow, that's actually not bad. Sixty nine. <laughs> I think it's pretty damn yeah, good. That's pretty damn good, honestly. I'm not gonna lie to you. Prorated yeah. our movie. Oh wait, I'm sorry, fifty nine. Sorry, fifty nine. Oh well. Even I'm still, way eleven off. million dollars <laughs> off. Not too shabby, dude. That was actually pretty damn good. Yeah. So I'm sure if I added in the worldwide gross, I'm just looking at US, but I'm sure if I added in the worldwide, probably above the seventy oh, yeah. million mark. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for a rated R movie to make that much about a bunch of kids. Pretty darn good, actually. Yeah. So, anyway, did really well box office. And of all those, only one's dead, right? Who died? River Phoenix. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, Oh, that's all right. That's going to make me sad now. Is it really going to make you sad? Yeah. Oh, look, he's tearing up. (laughs) Why are you crying? You're an idiot. (laughs) Oh, he wants some tissue. (laughs) No, dude, he wants some tissue. Tito, quit teasing. Um, He was just another one of those great actors and then ended up... Okay. Great actor. I thought he was. I thought he could have been. When somebody dies, why does they suddenly become better than... (laughs) I thought were. I thought he had the chance to be a great actor. He just never got that opportunity. Sure, you have a chance of growing hair, but that's not going to happen. It might. I'll probably die before it does, but you know, he did. He had a really good chance. It's of, just your of skin doing that. shrinking. I'm sorry. <laughs> Either way, man, it all looks the same. I'm happy. So yeah, I don't know. I, I thought he he had a good chance to be a good actor. But okay. Didn't didn't pan out. Last thing I remember, he did was um, played the young Indiana Jones in one of those movies. Uh, actually, his last one that I remember was last Sneakers Crusade with Robert Redford. Was that his last one? That's the last one, yeah. You sure? I think so. You didn't even know he died. I did know he died. I'd just <laughs> forgotten that fact. I had rubbed it out of my... Well, his brother, what's his face? Joaquin Phoenix ended up being a pretty decent actor. Yeah, he's still he's still doing his Although, thing. honestly, I don't think I really remember him from his... The thing I liked him for was Gladiator. He may have been good in everything else, too, but... He was in Signs. Walked the Line. Meh, meh. Gladiator. Only because Gladiator was an awesome movie. All right, so anyway, we're not talking about those guys. Well, actually, we are. <laughs> I mean, no, no, we're not talking about Gladiator. Oh. <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, so I like the fire camp scene. I remember that. Um, yep. Them talking, telling stories. And that kind of neat way that they kept going around and having disconnected conversations, you know, if I remember that correctly. Weren't yep. they like, you yeah. know, talking? Just and, randomly talking about other stuff. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I like that, you know. And this, the kids seem real, too, right? They did. Know. They seem like just normal kids. Yeah. You know, they weren't like overly smart. They weren't, you know, some geniuses. Just they were just kids out doing whatever. They remind me of Days of Us, like you said. You know, yeah. hanging out. It's a very nostalgic feeling movie. I think we're definitely gonna get that feeling. And, and of course, the fifties. I think we mentioned this before. I think it would always been neat to go back to that time because it's always shown as this idyllic, 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 idyllic place. I'm wondering how good it was to be in the 50s at that time. You know, it seems like such a time of innocence and these guys were doing their thing and no one was worried about getting kidnapped or taken. They just walked all this way. They stayed overnight, camped outside. It was no big deal. Well, if I knew there was an internet, I don't know if I would want to be living back then. Well, if there was an internet, someone would have taken a picture of this dead body on their phone and posted it up to 300 places so you wouldn't actually have to go anywhere. You would have had a satellite first take the picture, right? You wouldn't have to go find it. Google Maps would have had it. Someone would have found it or or Google Earth or (laughs) whatever. done those (laughs) things. Uh, there's a site you can search on where, you know, people have found random odd things that Google Map 
has captured right. when they did it from space. You know, you zoom in, you see something really funny. Or like on Google Streets. When it's Google been, Streets, yeah. You when know, someone walks by, you too. see somebody doing something odd that yeah. you wouldn't have seen otherwise. So anyway, yeah, that I think that, that was a good one. I mean, for me, the, the thing that always has stuck out was, was, of course, the ending with uh, with Will Wheaton. I mean, I thought the ending for this thing was phenomenal. Yeah, right? It was really, I mean, it was good acting. It was just that tenseness to it. You didn't know what was going to happen. Is this going to, you know, I thought it was great. Do you think... Um, I hate the way the movie ends, but... Yeah, do you think his career after Star Trek... I mean, you know, before Star Trek, it was a big gap, mm-hmm. right? I don't know what else he did between this and Star Trek. Um, the last Starfighter? No, I'm just kidding. Well, this was... Star Trek started... Last Starfighter, was he? Yeah, remember he was a little friend that got oh, cut. You never saw him. Not, remember? Yeah, I know, I know. Well, this was 86. Star Trek started in 87, so there wasn't a gap. Oh, wow. He, he was young. Uh, he's like, yeah, season remember, one he was nine very, years very or something. Young. Oh, yeah, I yeah, did. So, yeah, remember Star Trek Next Generation started 87, so it was right there. That's scary. I know, right? <laughs> it, ended, it ended its TV season in 1994. How scary is that? Ooh. But anyway. Yeah. We so, yeah, he didn't have that far to go. I, he was a better actor as a kid, though. I didn't. I never liked him overly much as Will. As a as he got older on Star Trek, I feel like he got to be a worse and worse actor. <laughs> Did, didn't you? Well, do you watch him on... Um he plays himself on... Uh, yeah, I don't feel like he's acting then. He's just being himself. He's not a good actor. I th- still think you act. On the Big Bang Theory? Yeah. Yeah, he's still not very good then. At least I, I don't get the impression that he's, he's good. Compared to everybody around him, I think everybody around him is a much better actor than he is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I'll buy that. You know? So by comparison, doesn't make him look, look all that well. But at the time, for this scene, for this role, I thought he did a fantastic job. Now it's got, uh, what's his name? Uh, you named him... Uh, Jerry Connell? No. Jerry Connell? Keep going. Oh, Corey Feldman. Yes. Yes. So we've done Goonies. Goonies with him. Right, in this one. We're going to be doing him in the next movie of Friday the 13th. He's in that one. Right, right. Um, right? Soon eventually we'll get one. to um, uh, the vampire movie with him and Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. Uh, boy. Uh, yeah, boys. Uh, uh, boys with well, Why can't we get this? <laughs> why, <laughs> why can't Wild Boys? Lost <laughs> like, Boys. Yeah, Lost Boys. Um, right. Uh, you know, he's he was... He did a lot of movies as a kid. He did a hell of a lot of movies. Even before that whole teen thing, you know, and him and the Feldman brothers, you know, I mean, they were brothers, but, you right. know, Corey and Corey, Corey, Corey Haim. Oh, Corey. The Corys. The Corys, yep. Corey um, Squares. Before that, you know, he did a lot of movies, right? He did. He did. I'm surprised he wouldn't be considered. He's a little too young to be part of that brat pack that they had, in the, but he should have been because he did way better movies, and, and at that age, he was a better actor, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he he was great in this one, too. And, of course, you got the fat Jerry O'Connell, which is just weird to see him there and see what it looks like now. I mean, the All dude, of them have changed. Well, they're all grown I, yeah, up. Yeah, but, you know, they've grown up, but they're not that different. And I mean, look at Kiefer. I mean, even he's changed. Look at him back then. Yeah, but you can still see it's him. You look at this fat kid in this movie, you can't see Jerry O'Connell in there. <laughs> in there. <laughs> you can't. It's like he ate him. It's just a I completely different... I can't see through the jelly donuts. <laughs> I can't see it. Just remember when you're watching that, he's now married to Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Yeah. Or, no, no, it's not Stamos, just Rebecca Romaine. Yeah. Sorry. Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Uh, O'Connell. O'Connell. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps just tacking she them just on. She keeps out all of her names. Oh, awesome. All right, well, so rating-wise, what are you going to give this one? Um, I'm going to stay I'm gonna pretty high just for the nostalgic feelings that we're just having right now in a good time. So I'm going to say um, I'm going to give this higher than an officer and a gentleman. Okay. Is that a shock to you? No, not really. I, I can see you doing that. Right. Because I do. I think this movie, from a nostalgic point of view, is going to hold more more meaning to us. Yeah. I'm going to go with the 4.11. You know, it's been a while since you've rated a movie that high. Yeah. 
So I can see that. I am going to do you one bit less. I'm going to go 4.10. Bastard. <laughs> I said less. No. Dumbass. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, there we go. Did we look this one up first to see if it was available? Streaming no. or no? That's no fun. That means it's nowhere. It's nowhere. If, if we, yeah, that little behind the curtains, if we do no research, we say, what movie do you want to do next? I don't know. What do you think? Blah, blah, blah. It's almost impossible to find. I don't yeah. know why it is. And we really don't do much research. But there's a point to that. We like it to be a, a real nostalgic remembrance, not something that we went back yeah. and looked up and we read We want to do movies that are fun to us or we remember and what trigger something that we want to talk about. Yeah, because it's better to not have any idea of what this movie is actually about until we watch it again. So, all right, there we go. 4.11 for you, 4.10 for me. We'll go rent it, watch it, stream it. We'll be back next week to give our more current updated view. So you guys out there, go ahead and get it. Play along with us at home. Uh, it'll be a good thing. Uh, other than that, you know, if you guys want to get a hold of us, you know, of course, you can always reach us at uh, hhp-podcast.com. Look us up on Facebook under Hockey Mass High Schools and Popcorn. Uh, iTunes, we're out there. Stitcher Radio, you bastards. Ugh, I know, right? Whatever. I mean, you know, you want to appreciate people who support and listen to your Let's show. Let's move on to another one. But at the same time, really, people. I mean, we get. I mean, look, we get a good amount of audience from there. Don't get this wrong. But oh I'm no, tired no, of, no, no, no. I think tired of talking about it. Well, truly. you know, the funny thing is, is now I think we've we've plugged it enough. Now we've moved up in the standing so much that it's almost now impossible for us to get on the movers can't. and shakers because we would have to jump. Yeah. So much more now. And they haven't come through on any of the shit yet. So <laughs> I feel like, you know, maybe we're just setting ourselves up for We know you fuckers are listening. So, you know, really at this point we feel like you're just being It's a lazy. tease. Yeah. Or you just don't listen to the end of this show. For maybe. all we know, they've all clicked off at this point. And this is our best moments yeah. right now. Right now it's crickets out there. Cricket. Cricket. Dude, I set you up. It was you lame. Didn't do it. You can't. It was too in uh, my face. You No. No, no. Uh-uh. You don't deserve it. No. Uh-uh. I, it was lame that you even just tried to do that. No. This, it, it was lame this, that you were not on target. No, no. This is for you when you say something stupid and I just sit there in silence and then I... All right. Why didn't the skeleton cross the road? I don't know, Michael. Why did the skeleton cross the road? Because <laughs> he didn't have enough guts. And there we go. That's how sound effects work. <laughs> I had to hold back my laughter because I almost laughed. <laughs> You've heard that joke, right? I don't remember. <laughs> really? I, I was like, oh my god, that's like the oldest skeleton joke at the crossing the joke, no. crossing the street joke of the world. Poor skeleton. skeleton. <laughs> I know, poor skeleton. We're racists. So anyway, guys, go out, listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes, rate us, friend us, favorite us. We appreciate it. I feel like I was yeah. supposed to say something else. Well, um, uh, coming up again, we mentioned oh, last week, we episode. have our 50th episode coming up. Um, We're we actually planning a, more than one surprise, I think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We have another 50th episode surprise. So we have two surprises. One, a contest. Mm-hmm. It's going to knock your socks off. Bam. Socks gone. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Bam. You are not wearing any <laughs> socks anymore. Make sure you do not have your shoes on when you hear this podcast. <laughs> or they'll be gone. Yeah, because <laughs> if, you, if, if you have your shoes on, it's going to blow through your shoes because your socks are off. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, and then another surprise for the 50th, what we're doing. Right. Um, not just the episode. I mean, not that big of a deal. Right, right. But about that episode. How it will be presented will be something that your kids and kids will talk about forever. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> of course, none of them will have socks on. <laughs> right, right, right. They will be barefoot <laughs> yes. kids, but whatever. It'll work. So it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. 
All right. There we go. There's our tease. Okay. All right, everybody. Everybody All be right. safe. We'll see you next week. Right. Peace. See you. <laughs>